Okay, we are past the 11 o'clock hour, and it is time once again for that man, the person that you see before you, or did you hear before you, I guess, it's podcast by Carney D. Palmer, and the D stands for Dwayne, Carney Dwayne Palmer, or uh, Carney D. Palmer, whichever you prefer. i also like to thank my fake, fake, my uh, family of anchor, anchorees, or uh, fellow anchors that are on this pod, you know, that it does a, um, due diligence by entertaining you and informing you and and all that other good type of stuff you know thank you thank you thank you for supporting me and supporting um you know you support me i support you back anyway i just want to talk about something that is kind of near and dear to my heart and it will some people are very skeptic about this um, but I can't see how you, you should be but I mean but that's your opinion if you want to be skeptical about stuff um, you know if you ask my kids and you ask a lot of people that I know I am obsessed with the unknown I love the unknown the unexplained the stuff that just got you wondering and saying, you know, um, there's a show on the Discovery Channel or it's National Geographic Channel. It's one of those channels. But anyway, they have a show with the guy with the weird hair, um, Ancient Aliens. And they were saying their, their whole theory behind that is that um, that there were ancient, there were aliens, and they were also saying, and I know I probably might get a little back, um, um, backlash from, from, um, uh, Christians, uh, which I hope I don't, but this is just my opinion. I'm not saying it is, it is etched in stone, but, but you know what? Basically, it is etched in stone. It's in the hieroglyphic, hieroglyphic. It's in the writings in in the pyramids in Egypt, and, and how um, there is like evidence of people that. You know, they saying that uh, giants probably roamed the earth and, you know, because if dinosaurs roamed the earth, then you got to know that there might have been giants that, that roamed the earth. Who's to say we weren't as tall as uh, five-story buildings? You know, who's to say? I mean, you know, there's evidence. You know, they they found skulls that had heads that were elongated. 
and you just you know you just think about all the different technology that was around um, there was paintings with uh, there I forgot the name of the painting but it's a famous painting with a UFO in the background and I'm like well how is that in the background in the sky so I'm like okay so it's, it's just a lot of stuff that is just so weird and it gives you the goosebumps and, and if you like that it's like ooh that that's so just ooh one of those moments and, and I mean you just gotta stop and, and say you know could that really happen or did it really happen or is that a hoax but then you have to think about it. You have to think about extra, I can't talk to my extraterrestrials. Gotta think about that. How are we the only people, the only planet in a vast solar system? The solar system goes on for days and days and days and months years goes on forever and ever who's to say that there's no parallel universe there's not another universe besides this universe maybe there, there's another planet identical identical to this planet you know everybody's probably thinking that i'm crazy and i'm just thinking you know just just on on drugs but no i'm just telling you the truth how do we not know that? How do we sit up here and say, well, we're only the ha only inhabited planet in a vast solar system? How do we know that? We don't know that. You know, how, how do we know that uh, there's not people in the sun? I mean, hey, why not? Why not think there is somebody in the sun? You know, hey, I mean, even though the sun is the most hottest thing in the world, I mean, but who's to say that there's somebody, you know, you know, I know I'm talking out of my butt behind, but I mean, you never know. You never know. Could be people in the moon. Could be folks in the moon. Never know. You never know. And you just got to think. And the stars in the sky, maybe that those stars are actually planets that didn't, you know, that didn't you know, orbit around the earth and everything like that. The unexplained, stuff that you cannot explain, stuff that you just have to think about. Is it really real? Or am I just, or is it just something that's made believe and made up? You have to think about that. You have to think about that deeply. You know, how are we the only inhabited planet? You know, and that's one thing, the UFOs and everything like that, extraterrestrials and people walking amongst us, they're supposed to be shape, shape shifters. And for some odd reason, somebody would think that they were reptilian. Why? Do they always have to be reptilian? What is the what is the basic what was the man I am bad tonight maybe I'm talking too much I don't know but anyway what's the basics what what's the 
what's the thing that says that every person that is alien has to be reptilian what's up with that I don't understand that why do they have to be reptilian you know and then you know that's one thing one aspect of being unknown the unexplained and then to go even deeper than that creatures that roam the earth now if there's scientists in the rainforest and they say that they discover a new creature a new species of animal a new species of plants and a new species of insects every single day then how can you not explain the reasoning behind and I'm going to say it Bigfoot how can you say that he's not real how can you say that that they do not roam the earth and how can you say that you know maybe this is you know they say well it was probably a prehistoric man and it's probably a gorilla and also no if he walks upright no gorilla walk well they do walk upright but the thing about that is a certain way that they walk but pretty soon they walk on all fours and then they and it looks silly when they walk you can tell um a bear a bear walks up on all fours you know they walk on on their hind legs every now and then but to see something in the woods that's full of fur and this smells they said it smells like a skunk and i know for a fact that that it's it's real i know for a fact it's real too many people too many people around the world have seen it they have seen it from the himalayas to the pacific northwest seen it they have seen it is so many different there's footprints and who would spend a whole life to be out there running around one around the woods in a in a in a, a suit making up stuff why would you do something like that when too many people say they have seen it um too many people say that they have smelled it and too many people have encountered him i think encountered bigfoot uh the the uh, patterson gibbelin film the famous film with um the female bigfoot that was walking across the uh the lake bed and they say that and you know now they were saying that it's evidence that that was a fake i say no because it was too too 
real skin. It sent chills up and down my spine the first time I seen it on In Search Of. And I'm dating myself here. Uh, way back in the day when they used to have this show called In Search Of, um, hosted by Leonard Neboy. And this was like early 70s, no, late 70s, mid 70s, around that time, mid 70s, early 80s, something like that. But it came on real late at night to where it would scare the mess out of me. I would be so afraid to go to sleep. But stuff like that fascinated me. The unknown, the stuff that is so unexplained. Um, how there is extraterrestrials and there's wit, there's, there's sightings of UFOs and then there's been sightings of Bigfoot and then there's like other, there's like other, uh, swamp creatures like the Chupacabra, um, the Mothman, the Jersey Devil, that, you know, that's all real. It's gotta be real. It's gotta be. Especially the Jersey Devil, they say it's real. They say it's real. And then they said there was a guy, there was something else about something, a creature that was uh, part alligator or something like that. And, you know, who's to say that it's not real? You know, whatever's in that, you know, whatever's in the swamp in Louisiana. In, in different places like that. Unknown. Stuff that is unexplained. Stuff that is that, that is so is so credible that people just like they don't want to believe it. And they think this is just all just all perfect world. And I remember I was telling somebody that if this world was perfect, it would be a disaster. Because think about it, it would be no famine, there would be no disease, there would be no no homelessness, there wouldn't be anything. Everything would be perfect. People have perfect teeth, perfect cars, perfect everything. Everything would be perfect, but it would be a mess. Because that means nobody would die and there would be nobody that, you know, they, they wouldn't, you know, um, that they would be all healthy. We would be all healthy and everything. But, you know, they say God has made us in his image, but he didn't make us of him. He made us in his image, but he also made us not perfect. And to be a non-perfect world, a non-perfect society, there has to be stuff that is very unexplained. The people that cannot sit down and unexplain this or unexplain that. And just like ghosts, ghosts, there is too many evidence. There's too many evidence of these things happening, people. Too many, too many people have seen ghosts and I personally, personally, have seen ghosts. I'll tell you this story real quick. Um, let's say about 1990. 
about 1990, I worked at, uh, and those who are familiar with the Flint area, there used to be an amusement park called Auto World. And it was housed in the old IMA, which was downtown Flint. If you um, are wondering about it, just Google it. And also Google um, a Tornado of 1956. Why you at it? Uh, Beecher Tornado 1956. So one particular night I was working and the one supervisor that was working with me, there was a local pizza place and it was well, it was raining, so I told him, I asked him if it was all right if I came in for a little while. And he's like, yeah, sure, because it was just pouring down raining. So I get out, I get in there, and I order something from this, this place that wasn't too far from where downtown Flint was. Um, Rizzo's is a, used to be an institute, um, used to be a place, a real nice pizza place that we used to get pizza from and all this other kind of stuff and have um, have Russian dressing. And it was real good because we used to call it the sauce. Oh, it was so good. Getting off subject here, but get back on there. So we ordered some pizza. We sitting up there eating and he was like, while well, we were sitting up there eating, it was just us two in a whole entire building. So I had to go outside and protect the outside equipment. There was like a little amusement games and um, um, little places that you can eat, the eating area that was out there. So, you know, and, you know, I used to kind of, you know, well, get used to um, being in a show tent, the show tent had like thousand dollars worth of thousands and thousands of dollars worth of lights, and, and the soundboard alone was was worth a lot of money. So, you know, and I, again, it was, it was um, storming out, so I had to go outside and and check things out. So while it was storming out, I was inside eating, and he was telling me that. He was like, have you ever been in the basement of Bottle World? And I was like, no, I can't say that I've ever been in the basement. So he told, he tells me that, that he said, yeah, he said, uh, during the 19, during 1956, there used to be, there was an, a real bad tornado and Beecher is north of Flint, and they keep, you know, Beecher is north of Flint. So back in the day, they had this real bad, bad tornado, and they said that they could not, they did not have enough room for all the dead bodies. So what they wound up doing is putting them in the basement of the old IMA and the basement was huge and they said they, they had to that that was their morgue they used that as a morgue and I'm like really and I kind of kind of like 
And I was like, I was intrigued. I wanted to go down there. And I wanted to see if I could feel spirits and everything like that. So with it being near the waterfront, and he was saying, well, he said, well, check and see if it's let up and go outside and, you know, check around. So I was like, okay, all right. So went out there, walked around and let up just a little bit, enough for me to um, walk around and um, check the tent, check the main tent out and the show tent and, and you know, just just check stuff out. So as I was checking a show tent out, I went and there was a full tent that I was like, well, let me, I said, well, it died down a little bit. So instead of me sitting in the main tent, I looked, I had went and I found one tent and I sat in there and I guess they wasn't, they were getting ready to put um, some games in there. So it was an empty tent. So I sat there, I found a chair, so I sat down and I swear I could feel it was just get it got so cold. So cold outside. And the wind blew and I'd be damned if that wind didn't blow the sides of that tent up. And I was like, ah, it just kind of got me. Took me by surprise. So as soon as it took me by surprise, I was like, oh my. So, oh my gosh. I didn't know what was going on. So I was, I thought I was freaking out. So I wound up being in that, in a, um, in a show tent for the rest of the night. being in the show tent for the rest of the night so I just um filed my coat and it was in the show tent for the rest of the night you know after the sides flipped up on me I was like well okay well um, I'm not gonna sit in that tent no more So I didn't, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. And then I know one particular night I was sitting there and I was underneath one of the, um, the, the concession stand tent and they had picnic tables. So I was just sitting on the picnic table and, um, I was looking out because we were near the water. I was looking out and I saw, I saw what looked like shadows walking towards the water or walking alongside the water. And it was, it was kind of weird. I've heard stuff and experienced a lot of stuff like that. I experienced, um, experienced uh, ghosts before I experienced it when my father passed I felt him 
walk through me which was the odd oh it just it was like everything in my body tingled and I could just feel him walking through me and it just took me by surprise and took my breath away and then what was it I had um, another experience where it felt like I was um, dating this one girl and her house she told me that her house was haunted because every single day I would I was there I would hear like the pitter-patter of feet upstairs and nobody was upstairs in the attic so I'm like all right so who is that she was like and she named it the ghost of Jillian and I didn't really believe it at first and until one day I was sitting in another room and then all of a sudden her son's computer pops on and her son was not there and then when I went in to turn it off I could feel somebody walk through me and it kind of took my breath away but I have experienced a lot of that. I have felt visits from my father. I have felt visits from family members. And it is kind of creepy and very scary. So, skeptics, you have every right to be skeptic about stuff. That's your opinion. But if you want to know the truth, there's more stuff out of here than you would ever, ever know. Just know that we're not alone in this world, people. We are not alone. There's forces that move faster than we do, and there's forces that are watching us right now as we speak. Be it from the woods, be it from another world, another dimension, from the dead to the living, to the un unknown, to the unexplained, to the bizarre, and the unexpected. I sound like a Ripley's Believe It or Not, and I love that stuff because it's like, it's true stuff. It is all true stuff, and it's, ama and it's amazing how people are. It's amazing how people do stuff, and it surprises me, and it shocks the heck out of me, and it sends chills up my spine because it's true stuff, and that's why they say they challenge you to believe it or not, but... I used to love that show too when I was growing up because it used to scare me half to death to where I could not sleep at night and I would have nightmares and, and I loved it for some odd reason. I was a twisted kid. But anyway, there is stuff that you can't explain. You know, it's all right to be skeptic. That's your prerogative. But for me, from now on, 
I'm going to believe what I see and I'm going to believe what I've heard and I'm going to believe that it is real and everything is real about um, uh, Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, and stuff that's unexplained like the Jersey Devil and the Mothman and all this other kind of, uh, all this stuff that is just so so off outlandish that you gotta believe it but anyway like I said it's alright for you to be a skeptic I'm not I'm not this has been episode 36 I don't know why I'm telling you the episode number I guess so that I can keep track of them but anyway, it's almost uh, 12 o'clock, and I'm just ranting and um, This episode is, like I said, it's it's um, coming up to March Madness, and when it March Madness comes, you will know because it's gonna be mad crazy because I decided to do some episodes and I'm going to do a lot of them. So March Madness, i say probably by the end of March, I want it to be at least 50 to almost 100 episodes in. So stay warm, be blessed, and I know that there's a pot of gold for me. All I got to do is just believe. Pointer Sisters, Neutron Dance. Google it. Bye.